It's the Mike Wills Podcast. God, I wish this freaking squealing stopped my truck. Uh, the damn brakes. They're new as of last fall, and they still squeal. You probably just heard them. It's freaking annoying. But anyway, welcome to another edition of the Mike Wills Podcast for August 25th, 2022. <clears throat> Coming down to the end of the uh, Dog Days Podcasting. And I just might try and uh, keep posting again after this. I did pretty good for a while there, but then I just kind of utterly failed, but <clears throat> that's what happens when you get busy, I guess. Um, so let's talk today about public works. That's kind of the mo- the biggest and usually most visible department within um, government or local government. And I guess quite arguably all government, but we're targeting sp- uh, specifically local government. So public works is the department that makes the public work, I guess. I don't know. Um, They do all of, they typically do all the maintenance and everything associated with uh, assets that the city, county, whatever has. And they're the ones that are maintaining it and keeping it all uh, operational, fully operational, up to specs, so on. And some cities, some places will break things out a little bit, a little bit differently. Or you may have like a public utilities that's broken out separately. Um, or maybe just a water department broken out separately, things like that. But if it's some sort of government owned, in the end, it is all um, run Basically, kind of, sort of, as a public works or something similar to that. <clears throat> the jobs are pretty much the same from there. <clears throat> now, in my particular area, we have, we call them service areas, multiple service areas. With some that have merged through different structure changes and so on. But ultimately, you have a certain group of people who are kind of responsible for the parks. Um... There's varying degrees of that. Uh, some focus on the lawn mowing and landscaping. That's what they do, and they make sure that lawn mowing is done. Any landscaping, like weeding, watering, things like that, that that all happens on a timely, timely basis to keep appearances as nice as possible. Of course, we're battling weeds, which always are growing, so it's hard to you know keep it perfectly clean, but they do their best. Um, I know in my particular city, there's a median where there's a bunch of uh, shrubs and kind of, um, what do you call them, perennial, perennials? Yeah, perennials that grow back every year. And you can see them putting down new uh, wood chips and pulling weeds a couple, three times a year, something like that. You'll see them block off one part of the road in order to complete that. In fact, driving by right now... I don't really see any truly visible weeds. So, I mean, they're doing their job. Now, obviously, it's not one person doing this. Uh, a lot of times, it's we're u- utilizing seasonal staff. Uh, not necessarily all, always, but it tends to be kind of like college kids. 
Um, and then there's a certain group of people that um, just seem to come back every year. I don't know anything else beyond the, that particular part of it. But they're, they're in charge to make sure the parks are nice. They inspect the playground equipment. Um, you know, they make sure that the, uh, le well, the equipment's in good repair, that the facilities are in good repair, and just all around, you know, ha making sure you have a good appearance to the public and making sure everything is safe. Um, another part of that could be, um, <clears throat> you know, some cities will have a parks and rec. We don't have that. Um, our rec is actually th through the school district, which I'm not going to go into, but um, the other thing I just thought of that I just lost is, oh, we do have a kind of a, well, not a zoo anymore, it's a farm. We have a farm with farm animals. <laughs> there's a zoo. Um, not necessarily petting zoo, although sometimes there's some petting programs, but it's various animals that we get from... I don't know if it's multiple local farmers or they just donate to it or how specifically that portion works. But we get animals that we can um, have on display throughout the summer. And then usually sometime uh, mid-fall is when they go back to their homes for the winter. Uh, we've had uh, alpacas and... Alpacas and... Um, uh, cow, sorry, it's the only way that being distracted me. We have uh, two or three cows there. Of course, there's always the goats because everyone loves goats. Uh, I think that we have some sh actual actual sheep there and so on. <clears throat> so again, that's something else that public work staff helps take care of. We also have a campground, similar thing. I help take care of it, keep it clean, etc., etc. And don't freaking tell me you just closed the road on me. Uh, okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens up here. There's a flag person, so maybe I'm okay. So, um, let's see here. So that's kind of the parks type area. In our particular area, we also call it, um, to stay in the black here? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Um, we also have the group that takes care of streets. Now, in our particular area, they're kind of one the same. They're all the same team. They all share resources and so on. But the street team focuses more on potholes or uh, maintaining the roads. Um, different cities probably do a little bit different variations of that, uh, whether it's contracted out or if they actually do it themselves. But let's say they uh, like do seal coating, which is when you spray um, some sort of a tar-like substance, and then usually they put rocks on top of it uh, to protect it. You know, see how it's a seal coating. They'll do crack sealing where those fill cracks in, um, and that will uh, you know help pre preserve the, your roads. Potholes are usually an obvious one, especially in the uh, northern country. Um, where potholes come, happen a lot, things like that. Um, they also manage street signs. So street signs are, um, you know, there's certain federal regula federal regulations you have to follow on certain types of street signs, and then there are um, 
you know, just in general, adding new signs, replacing signs from that got hit by cars or whatever, all that kind of stuff. You know, most of the stuff you rarely ever see the person. This is something that is, um, you know, it's kind of like the, the silent group of people who just put their head down, get the work done, and uh, most of the time you barely see them. But other times you get the going joke of they're leaning on their shovel, or you have one guy working and six guys standing around. Well, me knowing most of the guys on uh, in our crews, they are they might be taking a break, or only one person can be in that hole at a time, or whatever. But they all work their butts off. They're all extremely proud of all the work that they do. And the last thing that public works does within this these two areas especially are plowing roads uh, for us northern folk we have a lot of uh, snow and we have to plow those roads so they are working overtime typically holidays weekends working their butts off to keep the roads safe for everyone and then usually after the snow event has completed they're out there sometimes removing snow from downtown areas because there's just too much snow there. Uh, they might be plowing si certain sidewalks that are public sidewalks, um, things like that in order to keep everything safe, everything clear as much as they can. Uh, they also do like tree trimming. They're managing um, our natural resources within the city, uh, making sure like holding ponds are clean and um, you know, well-maintained, ensuring we have certain borders for um, drainage so that, you know, phosphors don't get to the water supplies and so on. Um, in our particular area, our engineering department who builds the roads are also within Public Works, and they are the ones that design and uh, build new roads, or not build, they design and um, manage new con new road construction, road replacement, etc., etc. That's all very important keys to the um, the entire life cycle of um, assets within the city. Uh, the only thing I haven't touched yet is kind of the sometimes ends up being public utilities, sometimes not is um, what we kind of call the infra the actual infrastructure. That's what our department's called anyway, our service area. They are the ones that maintain all the pipes underneath the ground. They do deal with water mains. Uh, water main breaks and, the, and it's 20 below out there. They're out there digging holes and uh, fixing water mains. I don't want that job, but I appreciate it when they're out there, even though I don't get city water. Um, you know, they're making sure that the storm sewers are clean and work effectively. They make sure the the sewer system is clean and working at its peak capacity. Fixing issues, identifying problems, all that stuff, and maintaining the pipes underneath the ground. All that stuff that you never see until it affects you, and they're out there making sure it's... It's effectively maintained, that it is taken care of, and done to the best of their ability. Um, and then we have the treatment plants. Some cities have them, some people don't. 
ours has both. So we have a water treatment plant. So they're the ones that are maintaining the wells, making sure that the water coming into the plant is as safe as possible. And then also on the flip side, the water that goes out of the plant is safe and met and met to that meets or exceeds federal guidelines for water quality. Um, I think we have some sort of test every year that we send out and it seems like a BS thing, but most of those people from what I understand are very proud of what they do and they appreciate that, uh, the, the kudos of <clears throat> better than quality water leaving our, our plants. Uh, the infrastructure then takes care, make sure that there's no issues in the infrastructure, the water mains, make sure those are clean and everything. Um, and then you have the flip side, the water going out of the system, so to speak. And they're making sure that the, uh, all the processes to, um, purify the water. I'm not quite sure the right terminology here off the top of my head now, all of a sudden. They make sure that the water that comes out of the plant is actually safe water that can go right back into our river system. And they make sure it's clean and, you know, everything, all the bacteria has been removed, all the, you know, et cetera, et cetera, to make sure that the system is clean and clear and safe. And uh, we have multiple communities come into our plant for processing. So we're, de- you know, we deal with a, a lot of, a lot of shit. <laughs> um, let's see here. So there's a lot of things that happen sometimes behind the scenes that you don't even realize is actually happening. And those are the things that, um, you know, I have seen firsthand or I have seen through talking to people, helping them out with certain software packages that we use with them that really show all the awesome stuff that they do. So that covers most of the functions I can think of within there. You always have your support staff that are out there uh, helping push paperwork and do all the important things, you know, the business of the uh, public works. And then we try and keep the kind of field staff doing field staff stuff. Uh, We do have some computer systems to help track that kind of stuff. Uh, main, track maintenance, when was the last time this was maintained, when was the last time this was replaced, all that kind of stuff. I did forget one thing, one area. Um, we call it central garage, other places may just call it the garage, certain departments may just have their own, but we have what, what we call central garage, so all equipment's maintained by, uh, I don't remember how many staff we have. But that staff is in charge of maintaining all of our vehicles throughout the entire city. and Or I should say equipment because it's also like backhoes, things like that. And they are the ones that make sure that everything is running. Oil changes happen on a timely basis. Like there's DOT certifications that those are taken care of. Insurance. You know, all the things that have to go come along with uh, maintaining vehicles. They buy the fuel, which, interesting note with fuel, we use red dye diesel because some of our equipment is, um, doesn't, it uses red dye diesel, I guess, technically. Like a city bus, technically, you don't have to pay taxes on city bus fuel or like construction equipment. But then we do have equipment that does 
use red that they're not technically supposed to be using red dye diesel. So we have like a report that we send into the state with a check with here's how much tax money we're supposed to be paying for this fuel. And, you know, they do all of that stuff. So those are all things that um, are done and maintained by our city. And it is um, <clears throat> and it is something that, um, you know, just some of that you just never see. Some of that you don't realize happens. And that is all important stuff that that makes the city tick. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else before I close this up. But I think that kind of covers a lot of it. Um, really, really brief. If you want more of a deep dive, I can try to do a more deep dive on that. But, uh, you know, again, I, I want to keep saying this. These are the silent people that just do the work and they move on. And most time you don't even see them. And, um, they are the, they work very hard at what they do. And they, uh, usually take a lot of pride in what, in their work because it's something the public sees. It's something that they, don't even realize that people do. And they also appreciate uh, people taking care of issues on their own sometimes. Let's say a catch basin is plugged. Uh, maybe there's snow in front of it. Maybe there is leaves in the way. They totally would appreciate if you went and cleaned those up rather than calling them because that takes staff time away from something else. If you can't or don't want to, that's perfectly fine. They will come fix it as well. But um, they do appreciate people helping out and unplugging catch basins or, you know, small things like that. That's pretty easy for a homeowner to kind of help out with once in a while. Those are things that really uh, help with the city, you know, picking up some trash at the local park. No one's going to say you can't because it's otherwise a job that you have to send someone else to. And sometimes you might pay them 30, 40 bucks an hour to freaking pick up trash. When you can have, and we might have a seasonal staff to do it. That, you know, I'm sure they would greatly appreciate that kind of stuff. So those are small things that you can do to help out with your city without, you know, exerting too much effort, really. And I'm sure everyone would be greatly appreciative of that. Even if you just never told them, they probably <laughs> wouldn't know. Um, I guess in some cases they also maintain like street lights, things like that, depending on who owns them. Um, and, you know, that's all kind of stuff that all kind of falls within their, uh, maintenance and things. The one thing I'm going to leave you with that a lot of people seem to not realize, you know, there's only so many people that work for the city and so many people that maintain things within the city. And so they can't possibly see the entire city every day or even the entire city every week because they are focusing on their task at hand, not looking for more work necessarily. Um, So if you see an issue, if you think it might be an issue, please report it to your local uh, government and just say, hey, uh, just letting you know I found this pothole or there's a street light out or there's a stoplight out. And uh, just let them know. They would really appreciate the information. And then they will likely get someone on that to get it resolved within a timely manner. Uh, obviously, some cities aren't as efficient as others. But I would imagine most are going to try and fix it as soon as they can as budget allows. 
So the biggest thing is communicate with your government. Let them know of issues so they can try and resolve them. Um, I'm not saying they all do, but please, that is the number one thing you can do to help out is to let people know of the issue. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, thank you for listening to this. And I hope this is a little more informational than all the other stuff I've been <laughs> sharing this time period. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The intro music was Funkily Dugatitude by the late Derek K. Miller. The outro is Always Evermore by Eric Dietrich. You can contact me on most social networks with the username Mike Wills, one word. You can email me at mike at mikewills.me. You can find any show notes and my blog at mikewills.me. Thank you for listening and come back again. Thank you.